Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. Fabulous Adam Richard. Welcome back to the Sarah Janathon <laughs> Theory Podcast. <laughs> chickens uh i'm watching the pyramids of mars today uh it starts off with stock footage of egypt as a howard carter type breaks into an egyptian tomb um this is i think it's marcus scarman is that his name uh so yeah but he's clearly based on howard carter lord carnarvon who was uh you know dug up a lot of egyptian tombs and Dragged everything back to England, where it still is. Ah, cultural appropriation of the highest order. Um, by the way, Lord Carnarvon lived at Highclere Castle, which, uh, if you're a fan of Downton Abbey, you would know, is Downton Abbey. Um, so Downton Abbey should technically be full of Egyptian stuff. <laughs> like Molly Meldrum's house. Sarcophaguses everywhere. I know that's not the correct uh, plural, but if you say the correct plural and you mention Molly Meldrum, it sounds rude. Um, so we start off with Sarah flouncing around in a dress. Victoria gets a mention. Now, this is interesting because they didn't really do that much in the way of continuity back in the old days. So calling back to two doctors previous... Uh, being, what, seven, eight years earlier, um, that was kind of a big deal. Uh, so it was nice to see, nice to see Vic, Victoria get a mention, although he just called her Vicky at one point, weirdly. Um, Sarah is being very hilarious while the Doctor is being maudlin about walking in eternity. Uh, and this is interesting that, I've, uh, that this is the one I've watched the same week as School Reunion because that's kind of the thing. It's almost like this is foreshadowing now to what is going to happen when Sarah Jane comes back and meets the David Tennant Doctor and he says, you know, I can't, I can't hang around with people because your lifespans are too short. And this is like a... His, like, it's almost like he's saying it to her now. Like this is... 
the the first time um, he's gone, you're really special to me, Sarah Jane, but I am going to wander off because, you know, I live in forever and you live in next Thursday. Um, maybe I'd watch this when I wrote that story. I don't know. Uh, but that was very much in my mind, that kind of... I live for ages you don't I mean everyone has that experience like whether it's with your parents uh grandparents like they you know dogs and cats they have very short lifespans maybe that's <laughs> the time lords think of us like cats it's like oh I loved this cat and now it's all mangy I'm gonna have it put down I'm having Sarah Jane put down um yeah so then there's an ugly face in the TARDIS uh uh, and the doctor's like really freaked out because it's like, oh, mental energy. Um, so they head off to uh, the doctor's really frustrated about working for Unit, and Sarah's like, well, just quit. What are you doing? <laughs> She's so hilarious at the start of this episode. She's just like not taking any of his his crud. Um, she's, she's just like, yeah, yeah, you be mortal, and I'm going to fl- flounce around in this hilarious dress. Um, so they go to Unit HQ, but it turns out they're in the past, uh, and there's organ music. And way, it's way too much. And I'm like, oh, Dudley Simpson, what is going on with your music this week? And then realised, oh, no, it's in the story. <laughs> it's meant to be like that. Uh, so there's old mate Fez. Um if this is the where the eleventh doctor got the idea for the Fez from. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so old mate Fez is playing the organ and acting up a storm. Uh, then Doctor Warlock turns up, who's you know an old friend. It, it feels like an Agatha Christie at this point, where it's like I'm an old friend from a long time ago, and I'm wondering where so and so has gone missing. Um, the Doctor has Aunt Marie Antoinette's lockpick, which is what he's going to use. They're in like a room full of sarcophaguses. <laughs> I can't say the real one. They're full of a room full of mummies and things and other Egyptian bits and bobs. Uh, and, and that's where the TARDIS has landed and it's locked. So the Doctor gets out Marie Antoinette's lockpick. <laughs> it says, poor woman lost her head. Oh, that's it's too soon. <laughs> Revolution is too soon. Um, and now, supposedly this was Mick Jagger's house. I can't remember. I'll look it up later for like maybe when we finish the story. Uh, and then, uh, so they jump out the window um, and the sarcophagus is moving. So the butler comes and tells them, get out. Um, so they run off and then the mummy pops out and kills the butler. Uh, then the... <laughs> the, the Doctor attacks the uh, Egyptian man with a scarf because he's got a gun on Dr. Warlock. Uh, and <laughs> I have to say, old mate Fez is doing a great job in this episode of making a polystyrene casket look like a great big heavy sarcophagus. And I think, bless him, his overacting does extend to handling polystyrene and that that is uh, that is good. So then we're outside with Dr. Warlock, who's been shot, and there's blood. I don't remember seeing blood in Doctor Who ever as a kid. Like, in fact, I was always disappointed that people didn't explode into blood and guts and gore, but Dr. Warlock has blood all over his hand from where he's shot. Uh, so this is full on. Um, and as his cat, the doctor picks up Dr. Warlock and Sarah runs off to see if there's anyone at the little cottage up the road. Uh, He leaves behind an ominous bowler hat. I don't know why it's ominous, but the music seems to be telling me that. Um, Then Sarah spots through the trees the buff mummy. 
the mummy has massive pecs and big arms and tiny little legs, just like everyone at the gym. <laughs> uh, old mate Egypt finds the hat. Uh, I don't know whether he's like, oh, I've only got a face. This bowler looks nice. I don't know what. It's it's, there's very, it's a hat-based story. Hats and mummies. Um, Sarah hides from the mummy under the tree like Frodo uh, in Lord of the Rings. Like, you know, where he's hiding from the Black Riders under that. We went there. Like, when I went to New Zealand, we went to that place. Um, there's no tree there. There is the big gap in the road, like where Frodo, but the trees, like, was a was obviously a prop. So, because it's just right in the middle of Wellington, like it's just in the middle of the city. Uh, there's a Mount, I think, is it Mount Victoria? At like just the end of the main street. Like Wellington's just one big street. Uh, and then there's a, a mount and there's a dock. Um, the wharf is beautiful. There's heaps of like um, awesome restaurants and stuff there. Wellington is great, it's very windy. Um, Weather Workshop is amazing. Uh, anyway, so. Sarah hides under the tree. Uh, by the way, I, w- I watched Lord of the Rings. After I got back from New Zealand, I was like, I want to see all the places again that I went to. So I watched Lord of the Rings. But because it's like a bazillion hours, I figured I'd watch the extended versions because it's like about 10 or 11 hours. And I just watch one hour every day. Like I'm binging on a TV series. It's so much easier to cope with. Um, and also the thing I noticed is all the extra bits in Return of the King are no good. Like, Return of the King already goes for 412 hours. The extra bits are not helping. In fact, they probably could have lost a whole chunk. <laughs> it would have been fine. Um, anyway, back to Pyramids of Mars. Uh, old mate Fares hears some organ music. Um, and he's like, what? Someone's on my organ board! Furious. Um, heads back to the house and starts praying to the sarcophagus. Because uh, that's what happens when someone starts fiddling with your organ. Um, you have to go sarcophagus. Uh, Sarah gives Warlock a blankie. Uh, no, she's nice. Um, and then, uh, so the brother of Howard Carter, fake Howard Carter, <laughs> has a Marconi scope, as he calls it, where the doctor's like, oh, you've invented the radio telescope a couple of decades earlier. Um, and it's pointed at Mars. And then we head back to the Priory, uh, and Egypt is back on the organ, uh, and the mummies are dancing. Well, it looks like they're dancing. It, it looks like he's playing the organ and the mummies are having a party. <laughs> I don't know if I've got that wrong. <laughs> uh, and then the doctor gives us a little bit of an info dump about Egyptian gods. Sutek, or Set, uh, killed by Horus, um, who was, you know... And I just been, I've just been playing the Assassin's Creed Origin games and there's a downloadable content version like the extra bit where you get to go to all the lands of the dead and hang out with the gods and fight with them and it's so and there's a character called Sutek I got very excited um so the doctor never carries firearms uh when he's offered a big gun so good on him the doctor doesn't carry guns uh then they go up and there's organs still being played um and the the sarcophagus becomes a tunnel and a creepy black cloaked figure comes out of the tunnel. He has the same head as the mummies and his footsteps are burning the carpet. This is terrible for interior design. This is a terrible outfit for a carpeted priory. (laughs) Maybe that's why they have no Egyptian stuff in Downton Abbey because of all the burning footsteps. Um, And then he basically kills old mate Fez by putting his hands on his shoulders and smoke comes out and says I bring Sutek's gift of death to all humanity 
If that was a gift, I'm returning it. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.